This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. With the winter weather around the corner, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting on the shores of Texas in Galveston Bay, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. We are at Pier 21. Maroon 5 is just about to hit the stage, and there's lots of excitement in the air. And by excitement, of course, I mean screaming young girls wanting a piece of Adam Levine. Yeah, the reason why we're here is because Carnival Magic just made its first U.S. appearance here in Galveston, Texas, earlier today. The ship is homeported here for, well, as far as we know, offering seven-night Eastern and Western alternating Caribbean itineraries. On this show, we'll talk to the mayor of Galveston, Mayor Joe Jaworski, and we'll highlight some of the attractions around Galveston as the Visitors Bureau was kind enough to take us on a number of tours yesterday, and I'm sure we'll find a passenger or two to talk to about their magic experience. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Doug. Hey, Matt. Since you've been covering the industry, have you seen a lot of big concerts kicking off things like this? Well, besides uh, Queen Elizabeth II uh, doing her uh, inauguration of uh, her, you know, Queen Elizabeth, I mean, it's just pretty exciting. I mean, it's nice. I mean, Carnival went all out. Now, Carnival Magic's going to be home ported here in Galveston, Texas. Is this kind of an indefinite thing? Like, it's not leaving to go to Europe in the off-season or anything? Not now. I mean, you know, of course we know that Carnival Breeze is going to debut in Europe, and then she's going to home port in Miami, but Carnival Magic will home port in Galveston for the foreseeable future. Stuart, who's here year-round? Well, Carnival's the only cruise line that's here year-round. They're going to have, you know, the two ships, Carnival Triumph and, uh, you know, the brand-new Carnival Magic uh, doing their thing. And, you know, there's some other ships that are coming in. Uh, Royal's going to be here with uh, Mariner of the Seas uh, later in the year. You're going to have Princess returning with uh, one of their ships. And then, of course, Disney's going to make its uh, triumphant uh, debut here uh, in 2012. But I think Galveston's going to be pretty excited to see this beautiful 130,000-ton ship sailing here year-round, sailing, you know, to the uh, Western Caribbean and Florida Bahamas. Stuart, can we expect to see any of the Fun Ship Initiative 2.0 improvements on the Magic? We're going to see a lot of innovations coming. Uh, Carnival Breeze is going to be the next one to receive part of that $500 million uh, Fun Ship uh, innovation. Um, and they're going to add some really cool stuff. The only thing really missing here is uh, George Lopez's, um, you know, comedy club, and uh, what I have really been missing, and I know Doug has too. No, we're missing those Guy Fieri burger joints. That place is amazing. It's safe to say that Carnival Magic kind of spawned Funship 2.0 with with the Red Frog Pub and and that kind of whole vibe thing, isn't it? Well, there's a lot of features on on Carnival Magic that are going to be you know brought across you know fleet wide, but these initiatives you know where they were going to re- I mean Royal Caribbean's doing it, Carnival's doing it to you know lead the way, refresh their ships, and make an impact on the cruise passengers' experience, not just change the carpet. We're going to put a new propeller on. These are definite 
uh, parts of the cruise experience that are going to make be impactful for cruise passengers. This is your first time on Carnival Magic. What do you think of it? I think it's definitely like it's every every time Carnival brings out a new ship, each one is better than the last. I can only imagine Carnival Breeze is going to be a whole lot of fun, and that's the whole thing about Carnival. It's about fun. Do you think this is a carbon copy of Carnival Dream? No. There, there are definitely some improvements. I mean, we saw the sports deck, mm-hmm. you know, the basketball, then the the rope track. I mean, I didn't really. I mean, it's it's amazing watching people, and you know that water park is unbelievable. Right. I mean, it's really incredible. I mean, families, kids, adults are going to have a blast in that water park, especially on those hot summer days sailing out of uh, Galveston, Texas, when it's uh, 195 degrees outside. That water park is going to look good to just about anybody, especially after a thirsty frog. I just, I, I really, and I'm, uh, this sounds kind of silly, but this is the interior designer inside of me. What? <laughs> <laughs> but they, I think they've really kind of toned down the over overall decor. Look, it's very tastefully done, and Carnival Breeze is going to be even better. And, and that's what's really nice about it. They're really doing a great job with their ship design. And look, the ships are full. That's that's the best part. If they if the ship if passengers weren't enjoying it, ships wouldn't be full, and they are. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Hazanet? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. And I'll send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising Mayor Joe Jaworski is here with us on Cruise Radio, and uh, we were really trying really, really hard to try and dig up some sort of scandal or dirt on you. Uh, we're, we're a little disappointed we can't find any. Let me give you my home number real quick. My wife will be ready to talk to you in 30 minutes. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, real quick, we just want yes, to know, Matt. with with, uh, with all these ships coming in, of course, the Magic coming in, what does this mean to uh, you and the city of Galveston? Well, as I told Captain Catunio, uh, all cities strive to have a nickname, a trademark, an anchor institution. Galveston has had several over the years because we're an old town uh, back from the 1830s. Uh, But it's real clear that in this day and age, our trademark is Carnival. And we are so proud in Galveston, Texas, to be the home for Carnival's best in fleet. Because we know that you cover many ports, but you've selected Galveston as your best in fleet port where Triumph and Magic are sailing and, and bringing thousands of people to Galveston. So, so we know who we are now in large part every time we see that vessel pull up and we see that smokestack. What does this ship mean for the local economy? Well, I mean, for example, the Carnival Magic is a 130,000-ton vessel. I mean, you have 4,000 passengers at a given voyage, and it's the largest year-round cruise ship. What we know is that the Magic and the Triumph and their arrival will have a $10 million direct economic benefit to Galveston's tourism industry. And that's something that you have to stand up and really appreciate. 
Mayor Jaworski, God bless you, man. Thanks so much for uh, being with us on Cruise Radio. You bet, Matt. I hope all the Voyagers that are listening to this interview have a great time. Speaking of the port, it's a really easy and efficient embarkation and disembarkation process. You just drop your bags off and get right on the ship. If you're not driving to the port, though, getting here could be a little bit of a challenge for you because the airport is like an hour away. You have to fly into Houston. Um, You definitely want to take advantage of the cruise lines transfer service on this because a taxi cab can cost you upwards of $150 and the limousine service is about $70 to $80 per person each way. You really want to consider arriving a day or two early or plan to stay a day or two after your cruise because there's lots to do in Galveston. Really want to thank Melody Smith and Leah Cast from the Visitors Bureau who showed us both a really good time uh, like the Moody Gardens for example. Uh, They have an aquarium there. They also have all this time of the year the Festival of Lights. In fact yesterday we saw Santa skydive in and that was a real treat. Also the Schlitterbahn Indoor Outdoor Water Park. That's open year-round, isn't it? It is. One place I really like because uh, it's just such a gorgeous old building is Bishop's Palace. I really recommend you take a visit to that. We had some great restaurants too like Rudy and Paco for some great steaks or seafood or there's Galdo's Seafood Restaurant which of course has all your favorite seafood items. What was your favorite thing we did, Doug? I like the Bay Harbor Tour. You get into a boat, you get to check out the harbor, you get to see tons of dolphins jumping around and you get to learn a lot about the seaport of Galveston. Here with former on-air personality for the uh, nifty 1360 KXOL Fort Worth, uh, which incidentally is now KMNY, but you are now Captain Vandy Anderson here in the port of Galveston, and uh, welcome to Cruise Radio. Well, thank you. Nice to be here. This is a great cruise day for Galveston and the Gulf Coast. Gee, you would never imagine he's in radio. So uh, what do you do here as, as captain in the port? Well, we do a, uh, a harbor tour, dolphin watch, and as you saw on your tour today, there were a lot of dolphins out, and that's what most people want to see, and we talk about dolphins, and what goes on in a commercial cargo port like this one, the, the cornerstone of which is Tall Ship Alyssa here at the Seaport Museum, an 1877 tall ship, beautifully restored, and the cruise ships coming and going all the time, and the rest of the business done here in a in a major port. What uh, are some fun facts about the uh, harbor here in the port? Well, it's the oldest port on the Gulf Coast, really, second only to New Orleans, which is a little bit older, right on the Mississippi. Probably the more interesting stories are those of immigration. In the late 1800s and through the early 1900s, hundreds of thousands of European immigrants arrived in the United States at this port, as they did in New Orleans and New York. But once the immigration became too much for the big cities, they started diverting it here along to the Gulf Coast. So we have a rich culture, not only in Galveston, but all over Texas, of European immigration that still survives today. You can still you can get great kolaches in Fayette County and, you know, Greek food in Galveston. And all these ethnicities have survived uh, through the years, and it all pumped right through Galveston. You took us by a couple of fishermen there. They were holding us some beautiful red snapper and flounder, and you mentioned that... Uh you know, uh, red tide and the, and the oil spill is, is not uh, affecting the, the fishing, which yeah. is good to, good to hear. Yeah, it hasn't at all. It never did because of the way the Gulf Stream current runs through the Gulf. We were, we were really completely uh, untouched by the oil spill. Red tide is something that comes and goes every now and then, but we haven't had that any problem with that. So the seafood is fabulous. We don't have to advertise how great it is because people buy every fish that's caught here. Red snapper from offshore and grouper. And then uh, flounder right now, this, and during the wintertime, we have great fresh, fresh flounder. So the restaurants have it, and probably restaurants all over this part of the country have it, because we see big 18-wheel tractor trailers leaving here with all of our precious seafood. 
Captain Vandy Anderson here in the uh, port of Galveston. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you very much for coming. He does have an amazing voice. What about you, dude? What was your favorite? I really love the Lone Star Flight Museum. Uh, it's actually, i got to say, it's kind of an emotional experience, especially in the wake of Veterans Day. We've got Larry Gregory here from the Lone Star Flight Museum. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Hey, thanks a lot, Matt. It's great to be here. You all have an incredible collection over there of planes. Uh, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's something that I've been around a lot of my life. It's been a big part of uh, my family's life and whatnot. And uh, these historic airplanes, mainly from the World War II era, are, are really a rare breed. Some of them we have, there are only three in the world that actually fly. So like the SBD Dauntless and the F6F Hellcat, you have great B-17, which about 10, 11 of them in the world fly. And it's just one of the great things you can see here on Galveston Island. The, the island has so many things to offer uh, cruise passengers when they come down to, the, to board the ship. Extend your stay a day uh, on the front or back side and come down and uh, take a look at the museum. Take a ride in one of our airplanes. You can actually fly in uh, some of our airplanes. The B-17, B-25, they have a P-51, a T-6, and a Stearman, which is an open cockpit biplane. Talk about way cool barn barnstormer type era fly over the island, take a look at the cruise ship. That's one of my favorite things to do is we f typically fly over the port, and you can see anything from a, a grain ship being loaded, which is actually kind of cool from above, and also the ship, uh, any of the cruise ships when they come in. And you see them, you, we see them when they take off uh, and uh, head out uh, into the Gulf, so it's a lot of fun. One of the things I really enjoyed about your tour was you really brought to life certain planes. For example, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was the Dauntless that you said, she may not look like much, but she helped kind of turn the tide of the war. Correct. It, it, it's not a really big airplane, and it doesn't look real glamorous, and so it's not real imposing. But that one little airplane really turned the tide of the war in the Pacific. And uh, it was a dive bomber, meaning they'd start off about ten or 12,000 feet, almost vertically down on a ship or, or other target, but usually like an aircraft carrier, uh, and they're probably shooting back at you. So it, it was a very dangerous job. And these guys would go all the way down about 3,000 feet before they drop their bomb. So I mean, it's, it's just... Uh, and you said there's a, there's a rear gunner who's basically facing straight up in the air, and, and, and he has no idea if his pilot is even still alive. Right, and, and it had carried a crew, too, obviously the pilot, and he would side in the bomb and, and, uh, and drop it uh, at the appropriate time and altitude. And the guy in back, sitting behind him, was facing backwards, and it was his job to protect the airplane from behind. He had two 30-caliber machine guns, so he was doing that whole trip downhill backwards. That's so crazy. And, and, I mean, I, I just don't know that I have, uh, have enough courage to do yeah. something like that. Larry Gregory, Lone Star Flight Museum, thank you so much for making time for us here on Cruise Radio. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over one 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. 
Hey, I'm Matt Bassford here with Doug Parker. I want to talk to you about TripInsurance.com. They are the low-cost leader in travel insurance. The folks at TripInsurance.com have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Now, we know you're going to shop around on other websites, but one thing is for certain. When you go to TripInsurance.com, you are sure to save up to 40% or more. And with TripInsurance.com, you're not just stuck with one type of travel insurance. They have three different types, good, better, or best, one to fit every budget. And of course, we all love and need to talk to an actual person. That's what you get with TripInsurance.com 24-7 telephone support, just to show you how committed they are to you, the customer. And you can enter your claims right there on their website. They just added a new service that emails you travel alerts if anything comes up in the news that could affect your travel plans at your destination. So we're here with Angela. Angela, this is your first time aboard Carnival Magic, right? Yes. What do you think of this awesome ship? I think it's amazing. I've been on several ships, and this is like the top. This is the best. Have you made your way around the whole ship yet? Not yet. Have you sailed a lot of Carnival ships before? Yes, I have. Have you noticed that these ships, or, or, or this ship, rather, is kind of less gaudy, less Vegasy? Yes, it is. Yeah. Like, this is really kind of Cancun, um, St. Thomas, beach themed. Yes, yeah. Yes. And Very it's a, it, yes, a big transition. Angela, drink up. Thanks so much for being on Cruise Radio. All right. Thank you. Carnival Senior Cruise Director John Heald has taken the stage, and Maroon 5 is just about to go on. If you do come here, you might want to consider staying at the San Luis Resort, or right next door is the Holiday Inn Resort. All right, dude, you ready for Maroon 5? I want to try and touch Adam Levine. Okay. From Pier 21 in Galveston, Texas, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. This is Cruise Radio.